Hey everybody, welcome to Rabbit's Rumblings, podcast 386. This time I have quite a bit to say, I think, in terms of talking time, but not a lot to say in terms of content. I'll be talking about Destiny 2 Lightfall, and that's it for this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. I would say that as a longtime player of Destiny, Bungie made a pretty big mistake with the campaign as Strand is highly woven into the story. And why I say that is a mistake is because the Strand missions, which probably 75% or more of the total missions are Strand either partly used or heavily used, are really nothing more than sort of an elaborate and glorified tutorial. I think that would have been far better served as four to six missions completely set aside on their own as the sort of strand introduction tutorial and then have the uh, Lightfall campaign set aside, you know, completely separate from that. That way, not only are they not intertwined, people who maybe aren't interested in strand or maybe are coming in down the line where they might want to skip the campaign, you know, it makes sense for them to do one or the other and not have them intertwined. Plus, because they are, I think the campaign really gets confused, distracted, and diluted because it's got this forced strand tutorial mixed in with it. A little bit of spoilers, but I suppose if you've paid attention to Destiny 2 at all, uh, by this point you already know this stuff. It's supposed to be this big story about how this sort of lost tribe from Earth has survived and risen up and thrived independently, and now they're facing a huge invasion by the Vexen Cabal. Had that been told and played out independently of the Strand missions, this could have really gotten deep and really been interesting. But I feel like both sides are kind of half-assed, both in the Strand tutorial missions and the telling of what's going on on Neomunda, and while I realize two half-asses should make a whole ass, it kind of doesn't feel that way. They also kind of make a big deal about the regular areas on, you know, the galaxy we know are also under attack. And they're like, oh, big panic. We got to worry about this as well. But it also really doesn't feel complete in its own, you know, separate story. We got one combat mission sort of location per week. So we're on week three now. That first sort of week, we got maybe 10 minutes of quest dialogue about you know, the war and what's going on and how terrible it is. And then last week and this week was maybe two or three more minutes. So for this thing that's supposed to be this big threat, it's barely addressed at all. And we're given it in such small pieces, it doesn't really feel like anything really major is happening. While the new weapons seem okay, 
I haven't really been overly impressed by anything except for Vexcalibur, which has a pretty situational use for arc builds, but most exotics, you know, tend to be pretty limited or specific in what you want to use them for anyways, so that's not really a surprise. But the two big ones, the machine gun and the sidearm, I just felt like meh and pretty much instantly threw them in my vault. I wasn't impressed with either one. I don't like sidearms in general, and the machine gun I have is the crafted one from last season, so it's got void, and it's got four times the charm, and it has um, on target, I think it's called. So the longer I hold it on the same target, which, you know, in this case is usually a very big champion or, you know, a final boss, you know, it's going to refund ammo all the time, and it's going to increase its damage all the time, which is way better than the exotic. And with the way I've got my build set up, if I do, I think it's either make orbs or pick orbs up, I get volatile rounds. So now it's doing all that plus it's volatile. So if I clear out ads, it gets ridiculous and everything explodes. So it's just all kinds of way better. All this being said, I will admit I am not super thrilled with Strand. I set up a build it can keep bad guys pretty much suspended most of the time, and it does have a lot of good survivability due to the special woven mail buff. And it doesn't really feel great because Strand's suspend sort of thing just pretty much puts them in the air and, you know, stops them from doing anything, which is great, but it really just sets them up for other things. You then have to follow that up and continue to do stuff to them. But if you compare that to every other subclass I have, like, say, grenades, instead of it suspending them, I just throw the grenades at the bad guys and don't even think about what happens next, because they're probably dead. But with Strand, it just suspends them. So that means somebody has to kill them, and then when somebody kills them, it will make a special ball, which, you know, that's cool, because the ball can explode, or you can carry it with you and throw it like a grenade, but those are things that mean... You're not just throwing out your grenade and then ignoring the bad guys. You have to follow it up and attack them and pay attention to where you're attacking them because you're making that ball. So I guess I'm just not a huge fan of needing to set things up and then follow them with something and then do something else after I've followed it up because that commits you to a series of action. Whereas to me, Hunter is about killing stuff and throwing your grenades and getting in and out of fights and not worrying about, you know, what you're going to do next because you're reacting to what's actually happening and you're keeping track of the bad guys and you're adapting all the time. You know, this needing to set up multiple steps and commit to it is it's just not something I'm a fan of. I'm also not at all a fan of the super. When you activate it, it hops you up and whirls you around like a helicopter. So if you do anything in slightly the wrong direction, you'll either go up too high and then your whirly attack will go right above all the bad guys. Or if you're trying to set yourself up to be sort of diagonal and hit, you know, some lower guys down there and higher guys up there, you know, if you angle it wrong again, you'll just miss everybody. And then since it's whirling you around and moving you, it's possibly going to move you the wrong way if you bump into anything. So it feels really completely out of control. I just really don't like it. Plus, you're sitting there doing attack, 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 attack. 
whereas every other light-based subclass, and even with stasis, you just throw out your super and that's it. You don't sit there and repeatedly do a thing, except unless maybe you count Golden Gun, which if you do the six-shot version, I guess is kind of similar, but I never use that version. And even with Void Hunter and throwing out the trap shots, you know, even with Orpheus Rig, you know, you're only doing it pop, 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 you know, three quick times and it's done. You're not like whirly, 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 whirly. It just, it drags on and on. So I guess so far, I would say if you were to rate this system on a one to five scale, I would say it's maybe a three. I'm not sure I'd recommend it to everyone, but because you can't really not pay for everything with Destiny, if you're a regular player, you know, you have to buy everything, then you gotta buy it, especially if you want to unlock Strand, you know, right now. But if you're a player already taking a break, you might want to wait a little while and see what happens in the future uh, and come back a little bit later, because it is probably going to be very easy to catch up on. I think I'm doing the campaign on my alt on the regular difficulty setting, and I would guess it's probably only going to be four or five hours to complete it. I'm most of the way through and I've only done, you know, four sittings at like half an hour a sitting, I think, so far. So it's a pretty quick one to get through as they uh, often tend to be. In terms of free updates, loadouts are, of course, awesome, but also should have been in the game seven years ago when it started. The rank system seemed okay at first. I was really into it. I was doing all the things. I'm like, okay, you do this. Yes, I will do that so I can get a bigger rank. And I started at six because I'm a vet and I played forever. And they said that's, you know, what vets will start at. But then pretty quickly I got to this garbage of I need to get 750 of this like commendation points or whatever they're called. And that's not a thing you can control. At the end of a mission, you can get, you know, maybe two or three of those points if the other players, you know, use the commendation system and give them to you. You have zero control over how many of these points you get. Which is total BS, because if you're talking about some kind of rank or award system that is, you know, supposedly, oh, these are all the cool things the player did, you know, that's not something I can accomplish. You know, if nobody ever gives me any points, I can't control that. And it's like, you know, if somebody has friends and they all do a bunch of activities and they all give each other points, you know, are they really achieving anything? Or is that, you know, just, again, one of the things that people who have friends are going to get, you know, the big benefits for it, and I'm going to be stuck out here and you're doing nothing because I can't influence that. So, I don't know. In the future, you know, maybe it could be a good thing. They say they're going to wipe it every season, which I don't understand the point of that. I mean, it's like, why? <laughs> if you're trying to show people the deeds somebody's done, you know, why wipe them every season? But, you know, if they make them achievable, you know, reasonable things and person has, you know, total control over, you know, how much progress they get, then, then it would be a valuable number. Otherwise, it's just this pointless as showing light level. But I guess that's it. That's uh, all my thoughts for Lightfall. It's okay. I mean, if you're playing Destiny as a regular, you have it. If you're not, uh, I don't know if this is the point to, you know, rush back in. I haven't seen anything super amazing yet that's like a must-have but hopefully it will turn out better in the future.
There's only one thing I have uh, to mention for people to watch out for, and that is the Diablo 4 pre-order weekend is the weekend that this podcast comes out. So if you pre-ordered, uh, watch out for that. Starts uh, Friday morning and ends, I think, Monday at noon Pacific time. But you probably already know about that if you're uh, in that group of people. The more important uh, thing is that the weekend after, you know, next weekend, which looks like the 24th, 25th, and 26th is an open beta weekend, and everybody would be able to play. So you can come in and do that if you have not pre-ordered the game, which I would highly recommend anybody interested in Diablo 4 do that. Uh, be mindful, the preload went up on Wednesday for the uh, test for this weekend, so I expect the same uh, will happen for next weekend. I think that happened at like 9 Pacific time, and the preload was a little over 80 gig, so it is not small. It is quite big. Um, a lot of people might not be able to get that too quickly. So if you're going to want to get in Friday morning, you're going to want to get in there you know, as quick as you can Wednesday morning and uh, start that download going. Other than that, um, that's pretty much it for this week. I'm doing okay still. I got the big money and I still have you know, quite a lot of it because some bills I can't pay. You know, in advance, I have to wait for them to show up. So I'm still on track for that, and everything is pretty good. I got a little bit of uh, fresh food now and then that is, you know, cooked. I have to be really, really careful, though, because, I don't know, I've become very, very hungry lately, and so kind of spending too much money uh, on the fresh uh, cooked food, so I have to be uh, really careful because that will add up really quickly. But other than that, uh, I don't know what else to say. If I don't uh, put out another podcast before Bunny Day, happy Bunny Day to everybody. I think it is right around three weeks, so I think uh, the next podcast should be that weekend. But again, you know, in case it isn't, happy Bunny Day to everybody. And I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time. Maybe the Diablo 4 beta? Uh, I don't know. But hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one, T.
You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2023.